Looks to me like it's time for D-I-R-T in the USA. What do you say, guys? Absolutely. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dirt World for Wednesday, December 3rd, 2008, our weekly installment with myself, Joe Dirt, and my good friend, Billy the Kid, here to take your emails at dirtworldshow at yahoo.com. Tonight, a big program. Of course, you might have seen some of the uh, information leading up to tonight's uh, Dirt World show installment that uh, we got some major dirt news pertaining to uh, one particular short track here in the state of Florida, and we will bring that to you and break it to all of our great listeners on Dirt World here tonight. We want you to be a part of it, folks. Dirt World Show at Yahoo.com. Very, very simple to be a part of it. If uh, you perhaps have a question, a comment, or whatever, we certainly want to hear from you at Dirt World Show at Yahoo.com. Billy? What's up, Joe? How you doing, man? It's wonderful to see you, as always. Did you have a good uh, Thanksgiving? I had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, made the venture to Cochrane Motor Speedway on Friday, and that was a venture in itself. was lost most of the day on Friday. This was, of course, a National 8 Model Series $10,000 to win race, uh, somewhat of a historic event that takes place up there in Cochrane uh, every Thanksgiving. Yeah, this is uh, this year they made it a topless deal. It's uh, Alan Sparks Memorial Race. Alan Sparks, um, I remember Alan Sparks the night he died at Cochrane Motor Speedway. I was at uh, North Florida Speedway and got the phone call that somebody had passed away and hit the wall there. And uh, I guess he had a heart attack. He was a local driver there, hit the heart attack and uh, had a heart attack and hit the wall. But uh, yeah, they was gonna have the 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 75 lap race uh, Friday night. wasn't good. I knew it wasn't gonna be good as soon as I passed out Austin on. Uh, 75 North on Friday, just the buckets and rain and rain. It rained on me the whole way there, and uh, I knew it was going to be tough, but they gave it an effort. They put some cars on the track Friday night, and uh, nevertheless, they had to had to stop it due to the weather, which I knew Saturday was going to be tough because Saturday was 80% chance of rain, and it rained the whole time. And, uh, you know, they, they're going to rerun it this weekend, and uh, a lot of the guys headed south to Lake City to North Florida Motor Speedway or North Florida Speedway to uh, run the annual, the second annual turkey trot with Phil and Liz up there, and, uh, you know, uh, that turn out to be rained out too so yeah uh now we will of course talk to one of the winners up there saturday night the only winner the only winner the only feature that actually was uh, truly completed that of course was the hobby stock division and uh we'll talk to the winner of that of course kevin durden out of archer florida longtime friend of yours billy we've watched uh, his racing career throughout the south and uh really going to be a pleasure to have him on i want to kind of get into his head and kind of talk about what's next for kevin there were rumblings that uh, he purchased a dirt late model uh, there were rumblings last season about perhaps a modified ride and uh, continues to just kind of go to work in the hobby stock. So talk to Kevin Durden tonight. Still owns uh, like about three hobby stock cars, I believe, and I believe Doughboy Patrick Williams drove one Saturday at Lake City and actually finished second. So, uh, yeah, Durden had the top two cars. He actually called me this week about bringing his car for the Holiday Convention Classic next week. I think he's kind of settled on bringing one car instead of bringing all three. I think he's settled on bringing just one. But, you know, we'll see next Thursday when they get here. But, yeah, you're right. We will uh, talk to Kevin in just a little bit, talk about some of the dirt. You know, people don't understand, this guy is, uh, he's won the Hobby Stock World World 100 race here at Volusia Sphere Park. He's won enduro races at Volusia. Yeah, he's won the 5,000 to win race. I believe he won that in January like three times in a row. But he's a well-known uh, asphalt racer, dirt racer slash. He runs them both. He's kind of like uh, Patrick. Him and Patrick can run them both and go from there. You know what I mean? But uh I do know for sure that Kevin Durden, I'm sure he'll touch on it tonight, does have himself a dirt late model in store for next season. Um, I do know that for sure, and also do know that Dave Barber has a dirt late model in store for season. Oh, my. So uh, a couple guys uh, transpiring to the dirt model or dirt late models, changing over, going to dirt late models for next season. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. But Great uh, news. That is great news. I will tell you that I know, those I know for sure that uh, I haven't seen the car or know about the car that Dave Barber had, but it has, but I do know that the car that, that Kevin Durden had came out of the Wayne Anderson stable. Nice. Now, this is uh, this is what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, you had mentioned, and uh, Wayne kind of giving up one of those brand-new cars that he just prepared for Kevin. But uh, I think it's great news. Now, Dave Barber, you know, he goes with the best of the best. He finally sold his uh, original modified to, of course, uh, Volusia's Paul Shedd. And bought him and, a uh, Shaw. Bought him a Larry Shaw. Went up to uh, 
just completely dominate North Florida Speedway in 2008. Several wins up there. He's really enjoyed racing up in the Lake City area. Closer to his house, we certainly understand that. But uh, right. to have Dave uh, also climbing into a big body, that's exciting for next year, man. Yeah, I think uh, Dave Barber's been around a long time, and I think this is something he's looking to do. And uh, I think he's going to. I think him and Kevin are going to be well at it. I'm, I'm sure Kevin's probably going to win a couple races uh, next season in his new late model. Um, I wouldn't put it past him to win three or four. Kevin is a, a pretty good dirt racer in himself. Well, we'll talk to him, and uh, we'll talk about just how many races that he plans to uh, uh, campaign in the late model next season. And we might even be able to get Dave Barber tonight if we work hard on that for you. That would be very, very nice to do. Well, Billy, you and I are both crossing the lines this weekend. Uh, I'm going to help out Rick Bristol. Oh, I'm the jerk of dirt racer. Oh, yeah. I'm going to help out me. You? Yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah. I'm helping uh, Rick Bristol's uh, third annual charity, Truckers 200. That's on Friday night. Um, Saturday night, another obligation. My son graduating finally uh, uh, his fire college, so it's very exciting. I've got to be there. And I'll actually miss the banquet. Uh, sat down today with a my replacement went over each driver, each division, each award, gave him detailed information on all that, so he's, uh, I'm certain we'll do a good job. You're going to travel up to uh, Five Flags Speedway in Pensacola to your, uh, what has turned into a tradition for you, your pilgrimage up there, uh, and it's an opportunity, Billy, that many people probably don't realize that you go up there and you actually get an opportunity to visit your father who passed away a couple of years ago. Yeah, um... Five Flags Speedway going up to the 41st Annual Snowball Derby. This has turned out to be a uh, a yearly trip that we do on um, the weekend of the Snowball Derby. Uh, yeah, my dad is buried in Mobile and Memorial Gardens, and I'll go up on Friday or Saturday and go visit the mausoleum. But it, it's a neat thing, man. I, I mean, you, you change over a little bit. You get to go see some asphalt racing. And, uh, you know, we talked about uh, the Governor's Cup at New Smyrna, and we talked about some of the racing at Lakeland. But, since I started going to the Snowball Derby a few years back, I, I don't miss the Snowball Derby. It's awesome, man. you got 58 cars signed up right now and 71 cars signed up for the Allen Turner race, uh, the um, Snowflake on Saturday night. So it's a real neat thing. And uh, we go up and spend the weekend and have a great time and uh, forget about dirt racing. But, yeah, it's, it, you're talking about missing the banquet. We're going to miss Ocala's banquet, which has moved to this Friday night at Ocala Speedway. So if you want to attend the Ocala Speedway banquet, that's this Friday. I won't be in attendance. And then same thing Saturday. Saturday's Volusia Speedway Parks Banquet, and we both won't be in attendance. So. Hey, you are the asshole of dirt, ain't you? I just told you that, man. <laughs> I'm not making either banquet for either racetrack, you know? Oh, yeah, it's Friday night Ocala. Um, party right there at the racetrack. Yeah, Saturday night for uh, Daytona at Daytona International for Volusia Speedway Park. But, hey, man, I mean, the, the Snowball Derby happens once a year, and That's I just, right. this way I look at it, I give these uh, Ocala Speedway 20-something nights a year, and I give Volusia Speedway Park 24 nights or more, more than that a year, and, I want to go to Snowball Derby. That's just a tradition, and I can't give up a tradition to go to the banquet. I've got to thank uh, Rick Angies and, of course, Jack Smith. They're going to take care of uh, uh, the Charity Truckers 200 on Saturday night, and that's going to be a live broadcast on RealRacingUSA.com, so that's going to be a good one. Um, you know, when, when we asked Rick, he was just so gracious. He said, man, I'd, I'd love to do it for him. So that, that's really cool, man, that Rick's stepping in there for us and going to take care of things. He will certainly – do a nice job. So. Rick has uh, stepped up this year, and he's he's been an awesome announcer for uh, the United Dirt Lake Mall Challenge Series. I, I only got to work with him a couple of times, but I noticed the few times I did work with him, he was on top of his game, um, and, and 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 I was pretty you know I was pretty happy with the the job. I mean he's I mean it's not my say to be happy, but you know me when you're stuck with you and. I feel like you're the best announcer that there is, and I appreciate that, Bill. You know, but uh, you know, you go and uh, you know, you go and people take you in, and and you sit back and you watch different styles, and everybody has different styles. That's exactly I, right. I thought Rick done a fine job the race, the races that he done by himself, and I thought he done a fine job the week Absolutely. you guys were at East Bay together. So uh, there's no doubt we worked together, of course, during the. Uh, Scott I, I don't understand. Memorial. I don't understand on this Carnac best of the best how this guy from New Smyrna could be leading this. <laughs> What are you going to do? Well, what are you? And I'm not, do? I'm not throwing salt in the wound. I'm not, but I don't understand how this guy's been announcing for one year now. I don't have a wound, so you ain't throwing no salt but in now, my wound. But now all of a sudden he's supposed to be yeah. the best. I mean, yeah. come on, guys. It's been less than a year. It's early. Crazy. It's early. Well, thank you, Jack. I understand it's early too, but something's <laughs> wrong there. Billy, yeah. That's so this right. guy couldn't announce, couldn't announce two ants going to towards his hand now. Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard him. Now I know he represents the Speedway very well, and nah, you know. I just, I think New Smyrna. Let's let's face it, and Jack will maybe dis or maybe will agree that I think New Smyrna and Fast Car maybe just have more people involved on the message board. That's all. 
I think the, I think that's the whole key. I think the message board is mostly a uh, like an asphalt. It's it just converted a little bit to dirt this year, so I think you'd be all right, Joe. I'm, I'm still I'm still pulling for you, buddy. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate no it. No matter who wins, you're still my announcer, dog. I hear you. You the dog, dog. <laughs> I'm only saying uh, that because we got all these candles all laid out on the table and kind of in one of them romance and moves. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, we do have somewhat of a holiday studio here. You uh, you heard my dogs when the doorbell rang, but uh, that's only the second time they barked, folks. So what can I tell you? Hey, we got they going to bark. What can I tell you? I tell you what, uh, big news still to come here on Dirt World, and uh, we're going to have Jack Smith kind of step in here. He's going to talk to us extensively. But, uh, Jack, I'll tell you what, i got to kind of take care of something that came up. You heard the doorbell. It is about 20 or 19 minutes until 8 o'clock. And, Jack, if you don't mind, we'll step back just for a quick moment. We'll be right back with more Dirt World. Your online racing community since 1997. Karnak.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Karnak.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Karnak gets it done. This is Daryl Padgett, driver of the number 46 Wells Brothers Farms Ford, and you're listening to Joe Dirt and Billy on Dirt World. Hey, race fans, it's Christmas time, and that only means one thing. It's time to visit Billy the Kid's Diecast Center. This is something that if you haven't seen them yet, get on DirtWorldRacing.com, take a look at them, and you can see I got, there's uh, two pages of cars. There's also a checkout where you can buy them off the line there. Get your favorite Dirt Lake Model Diecast today on DirtWorldRacing.com. Buy right online. Use your credit card, PayPal. Get one today. Get two today. Hey, buy a dozen of them. Give them to your friends. Billy's Diecast Center, DirtWorldRacing.com. Let's put the new Johnny Collins car up on there this week. Uh, Johnny Collins, the the car he drove this year, the championship, the United Dirt Lake Model Challenge Series inaugural champion. And it says right on the back of the deck lid, 2008 UDL MCS champion. Get your favorite Dirt Lake Model diecast today on DirtWorldRacing.com. Buy right online. Use your credit card, PayPal. Get one today. Get two today. Hey, buy a dozen of them. Give them to your friends. Billy's Diecast Center, DirtWorldRacing.com. No matter what, get out and see some dirt racing. Get some dirt on your face. Get some dirt on your dog. Yeah, dirt on your dog. Absolutely. With Billy the Kid, my name is Joe Dirt. Dirt World on RealRacingUSA.com. It's time to get back to the action with Joe Dirt, Billy the Kid. This is Dirt World. Well, welcome back to the December the 3rd issue. Um... Getting ready to bear down for the holidays. Getting ready to do some asphalt racing this weekend at the Snowball Derby. But wait, man, you just said the the bad word, asphalt. It's a hey, rec- asphalt wait. is a rectal hey, problem listen, on Dirt World. Listen to me, Joe. What? Listen to me. Since I'm the asshole of racing this week, I can say what I want to say. But on the line with us right now, Saturday night's turkey trot winner from North Florida Speedway, Kevin Durden. Katie, what you doing, buddy? Uh, just working on these cars, trying to get them ready to go for next weekend. So you're going to come down and run the Holiday Convention Classic with us? Yeah, I think we're going to come down there Thursday and probably bring at least one car, maybe two. Okay. So we we was talking about this Saturday night deal since uh, you won. I know you won the Saturday night hobby stock race at North Florida Speedway Saturday, and uh, I know Patrick Williams finished second in your other car. 
that's got to be a pretty good feeling. Were you, did you, are you two-time reigning champion of this deal, or did you win it last year too? Or? Um, not, I don't, honestly don't remember. I don't really think. I don't think I even run it last year, to be honest you with you. Won that many? You just can't remember? Well, no, it's not that. You never win too many. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you you are. Uh, I mean, it's 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 common knowledge. I mean, you're a specialist when it comes to the hobby ranks. Now, of course, uh, Volusia, we're calling it the street stock ranks, being the UMP dirt car sanctioning, but. You know, you're a specialist, man, enduro cars, hobby stock cars, but you have, in fact, finally graduated, putting together a, uh, a big body, a dirt late model. This is uh, some great news, man. Now, Kevin, with, with that being said, do you plan on committing the remainder of your racing career to that late model? Are you going to put this in both feet first, or are you still going to kind of dabble in the hobby stock? Well, I'm, probably, I'm still going to do both. Um... You know, I, I think that uh, I got rid of my asphalt car and got the dirt car. I think that's what I want to do for a while. Asphalt racing's fun, but it's just it's kind of dying around here right now. So dirt racing seems to be thriving, and uh, everybody seems to be having fun, so we may as well get out there and try it with them. Absolutely. Now, you know, uh, again, with this late model program you're putting together, I mean, certainly there'll be a little bit of a learning curve. I mean, you're going to have to get in this thing. I mean, certainly won't take a whole lot for you to get comfortable. Nonetheless, do you plan on kind of dedicating yourself to one track or one series right out of the box, or are you just going to kind of kind of pick and choose and play around a little bit? No, I think we're going to pick and choose a little bit. It's, uh, I mean, obviously I'll probably run one track a little bit when I get started, but once we kind of get it figured out, we'll, I've never really been one to just stay at one place. I like to travel around. I mean, you know, racing with guys at one track is fun, but I like to race against the best there is, and that lets me know where I'm at. You know, you, let's talk about this late model a little bit. Uh, what kind is it? You know, what what do you got your hands up against here? I mean, I know it's not anything that's brand spanking new, but I know it's not anything that's used either. So, Yeah, it's a 06 Master Built. Um, I got it off of Wayne Anderson. It's one of the cars he got this year, and it's you know pretty much completely gone through. He's got a, a Corey motor in it. Um, I think we got a good piece. Um, like I said, it's you know I, I haven't done any late model racing on dirt, so it might take me a little bit to figure out some of that suspension. But once we get that figured out, I mean, driving wise, I think I can get the job done. So we'll see what happens. Will it be the famous blue with the orange fifty six on the side? Uh, it'll definitely be fifty six, and it'll have some blue and orange on it. Yeah, driftwood gonna somewhere have a, on it. Gonna have a gator head on it somewhere. Well, uh, you know, it's, it probably has something to do with the Gators on it. You know, you know while we're talking about the Gators, I think the guy sitting across from me owes you a bet. <laughs> Wait a minute, Kevin. We, I made Maybe we good. should do this on the air. Yeah. Well, go ahead. I made good on that bet two years ago when we traveled up to uh, University of Florida. We tailgated all day. Just a wonderful experience. And then, of course, you know, Tennessee ran home with their tail between their legs, literally. Like they have the last few years. They have the last few years, exactly. But... Uh, I actually wore that silly-ass gator hat, that silly gator shirt at Putnam County Speedway, and uh, I think we did, in fact, kind of loosely uh, place a bet on last year's game, and I still haven't uh, uh, paid up this on This time you got to wear orange and blue shoes. That's right. But you know what? With the, the season that Tennessee had, I'll do anything. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not even matter. We're certainly looking forward to 2009. Uh, with the new coach and then uh, things on. But, Kevin, you just name it and I'll do it, man. That's how easy it is. Well, you know, the last time I actually the last time I came to Volusia and won, you know, you didn't do an interview. I think you was a little worried about that. Because <laughs> I think you said something about making me sing "We Are the Boils for Old Florida." Yeah. You know, hey Kevin. Now you talked about this 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 late model and um, you know learning the suspension. How important and how instrumental will Patrick Williams be to you? He's kind of gone through the same exact thing you have. Uh, of course, he finished second to you Saturday night at Lake City. That's just awesome right there. But, you know, Patrick now finding himself, uh, you know, fully involved in a, a full-blown dirt late model, and, of course, with the modified experience that he gained last year. Will you kind of uh, kind of tap into him a little bit for some help on, you know, maybe some advice on this race car? Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, he's a pretty busy guy. and I, You know, most of the time I like to kind of do stuff myself. I'm sure I'll have to get somebody to help me, but uh, it's, you know, and, and we'll, we'll find somebody that can help us. I mean, I'm not. I'm when I get in, when I start running it, I'm going to be in it and win. So whatever it takes to to get that done, if I have to get him or you know somebody else, I've talked to David Clegg. Some, you know, he said he'd help me out. So we'll we'll get somebody to help us get it going. 
Absolutely. Folks, we're talking to Kevin Durden, the hobby stock driver. Now, of course, uh, moving into the late model in 2008. He comes to us out of Archer, Florida. If you got a question for Kevin, we've got a few more minutes with him. And uh, email us at dirtworldshow at yahoo.com. That's dirtworldshow at yahoo.com if you got a question for Kevin Durden. When might we see the debut of this uh, Kevin Durden late model? Uh, it'll, it'll probably be next year. I'm not going to try to run it this year. i got too much other stuff going on. Will you come out full-blown, or will you just come out, like you said, you probably just run a few places? I, I was trying to figure out if you was going to try, maybe try to run the first United Dirt Lake Model Challenge Series race at Ocala next year, which would be at the end of February like this year. Well, you know how I am. I mean, I, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i sit here and tell you I'm just going to do it here and there, but you know how I am. Once I get started on something, I, I'll probably be wide open. Yeah, I figured that is. You've been uh, hunting yet this season, Kevin? Actually, I have. I went to Texas for two weeks, just got back uh, last Wednesday. You guys hunt on a, on a range, or what would you do? Yeah, we have a, a private ranch up there that the guy lets us come up there and hunt on. Nice. Very nice. All right. What was that in the background? That was my boy. Okay. <laughs> well, that's better than my five dogs that go eight crap when somebody brings my doorbell. <laughs> yeah, I got one of those, too. Yeah, I hear you, man. Kevin, I'll tell you, man, always a pleasure to talk to you, and... Uh, just a, a great representative, certainly, of your race team and all of your sponsors when you do, in fact, visit Victory Lane. Talk about Saturday night. I mean, again, uh, you know, like Billy said, you're certainly you're not forgetting all the wins you've had or championships, but uh, was that business as usual, man, or uh, here on Thanksgiving weekend? How special was that win Saturday night? It was good. We uh, we actually took three cars up there, but wow. we took the 35 car up there that I've run some at Volusia belongs to Jeff Terrell. And uh, actually won three of the four heat races with the cars. And started first, second, and third, so that was good. I think there was like 25 or 26 cars up there. And uh, Jeff had a little trouble and spun out there, and he was running second. So he went, I don't know where he wound up, but thought we was going to get a 1-2-3, but we took first and second, so that, that was good. Very, very nice. And, of course, uh, Patrick Williams finished in the second spot. And uh, just sounded like a, a good weekend all around now. You guys were the only feature that was actually able to finish, so that ain't bad. I mean, you were able to get a check anyway. Yeah, it was uh, pretty nasty weather. I mean, it was cool, and then it rained, and but they managed to get us in. I'm glad they did. But uh, but I tell you, them, you know, I, Phil and them had some cars up there. It was it would have been a good deal if they could have got it all done. Yeah, I saw they rescheduled a few races for this weekend, and then a couple races the following weekend. Are still waiting to make a reschedule on the late model show. So. Uh, you know, you're one of the lucky ones don't have to go back this weekend and don't have to go back the following. It's just something about double features or something I saw on their website. But, you know, this uh, turkey trot thing's turned out to be a pretty good thing for Phil and Liz up there. This is the second year. I know last year he had 168 cars strong, and I'm sure he had the same amount this year. And it's just a shame that the weather turned out the way it did or uh, they could have got underneath their belt. Yeah. they. Uh, you, know, I, I, you know, it was good to see quite a few fans show up, for, especially with the weather like it was and, you know, the football games on TV and yeah. stuff and the holidays. And so I want to give a shout-out to them fans that showed up, too, and, you know, put up with the weather and stuff. No doubt. They said the place was pretty packed. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. You uh, going to that SEC championship game this weekend, Kevin? No. Um, I'm taking my wife to a concert, actually. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Kevin Durden, it is indeed a pleasure to be able to talk to you here on Dirt World. Hopefully we can tap into you uh, as uh, next season begins and certainly monitor this uh, exciting Dirt Lake model ride that uh, you are going to explore. I think it's just great news, man, and uh, a long time coming and way overdue, in my opinion, Bill. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, I'm from the Gainesville area. I mean, Kevin and Patrick and all have been in France for a long time. And no matter what Kevin sits down in, he's, uh, he's whether he just started or whatever, he's always been a few weeks or might take uh, right out of the box, he's liable to put it on you. But, you know, I watched him run, uh, grow up when I was a kid. I think the first time Kevin ever drove a car, he was on his lid at Bronson Motor Speedway. I remember that. He was driving for, he drove a guy named uh, 25's car. We were all pretty excited about that. But uh, Kevin's had an unbelievable career. He's uh, three-time Hobby Stock champ in the January race at Volusia, and I believe he's two-time national champ with the with the Hobby Stock, and he's won many races in, in, in asphalt and late model sportsman, whether it be modified, whether it's speed. But uh, I think he's uh, I think he's got himself a challenge for next year, but I still think he'll he'll put his arms around and he'll win a few races. Absolutely, Kevin Durden. Really appreciate you taking a few minutes with us tonight, my man. Okay, I appreciate y'all calling me. All right, Kevin. See Thanks, you later. man. All right, thank you. Bye.
Now, you're heading up to Pensacola. All your old-time buddies, Patrick Williams, Robbie Cooper, guys you grew up with, Kevin married, going to a concert. Well, I guess maybe, <laughs> I guess maybe he's just like... Hasn't he gone with you guys before? No, no, he hasn't been with us before to the Snowball Derby. I don't know why Kevin don't make that venture, but, man, we what a blast we have. and uh, It's awesome. I mean, I'm... I'm looking forward to it. You have to be to give up what you're giving up this weekend to yeah, go to that sure. deal. That's but uh, for sure. you know, I don't. I, 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 some sooner or later, you have to tell yourself you got to relax a little bit and enjoy yourself, and uh, that's what I'm going to do this weekend. You know, we're talking about Tennessee, and uh, our good buddy Joe Dunn has just checked in with us. Wished us a Merry Christmas from the Volunteer State, Joe. Hopefully, you guys are just as excited about uh, Lane Kiffin as we are down here. We are ready to roll with Lane, and perhaps his dad coming on board. Uh, as the new coach of the Tennessee Volunteers. My son was up there this weekend. Uh, he spent a couple of days up there picking up a father-in-law and drove back, got back yesterday morning. But uh, uh, snow, sleet, rain, but the short time he spent up there, and I know this is a dirt racing show, the short time he spent up there, the little bit of media that he did, in fact, uh, see, whether it was print, electronic, or TV, he said that's all they're talking about, man. So they are, in fact, excited about that. And uh, Joe Dunn with uh, On Pit Road Racing Photography checking in. Thank you very much, Joe. You know, um, Joe Dunn is a gentleman I met when I went to, made the venture to uh, Tennessee early this year for uh, one week uh, at Crossville Raceway. And I talked to Joe this week, and we were talking a little bit about a racetrack up the up the road there called Baxter, which is Tennessee Motor Speedway. That's one you got an eyeball on. Yeah, this is a nice place, and uh, there's a few of us that have an eye on it. And Joe was telling me they see noticed this week that there's some construction going on, and they're starting to do some things. So it's kind of got me a little nervous because somebody may be buying the place out underneath it. But you know, it's a nice place, uh, Tennessee. I had a great time. I'm not saying that. If I went back to Tennessee, I'd ever bleed orange and white because no matter what, I'm going to eat bleed orange and blue. But this Lane Kiffin deal is going to be a good thing for you Tennessee volunteers, and uh, that's going to kind of scare us in a couple of years with the Gators. But, you know, Joe Dunn, what I'm, what I'm saying, I get back to Joe Dunn, um, I met this guy, and he's one of the great guys in racing, and he does do he does a lot of photos. He's got a lot of NASCAR credentials and stuff like that, and uh, this is a guy I got my Bristol tickets from this year, and I, I just can't thank him enough for that deal. But. Uh, for the first time ever, I'm going to get That's to go big, to Bristol. Man. Yeah. That's so, real big. I got uh, season tickets. I've been trying to get tickets for Bristol Motor Speedway for almost eight years now. And uh, this guy was kind enough, and he didn't want them anymore and actually signed them over to me. And I mean, I only met this guy this year, and uh, I'm really happy about that, and I appreciate that a lot. You're talking about, of course, uh, Crossville, Tennessee, the racetrack that uh, you guys tried to develop for a couple of weeks up there. You're also talking about Baxter Speedway just up the road. And uh, you learned a lot about Tennessee short track racing in a short amount of time, Billy. And Crossville has gone through its trials and tribulations. You talked about Baxter, uh, you know, things starting to rumble around there. Perhaps somebody's interested. Well, still to come here on Dirt World, big news tonight on one dirt track in Florida that, in fact, will change hands. And we'll tell you that when we come back from the break. But, Billy, uh, that's, that's some big news we got coming up, my man. Yes, it is. It's a lot of big It's a, it's a big announcement, and uh, I think it's uh, some people may already know, and if they don't know, it's going to be huge. And uh, they're probably sitting, the ones that don't know are probably sitting there chewing their fingernails right now or trying to figure out, man, I wonder if somebody bought Putnam. Well, it's a dirt track. Yeah. We'll put a little, we'll let the cat out of the bag a little yeah. bit. but And it's been bought. Yep. And it will, in fact, reopen probably somewhere around March. Maybe a little bit beforehand. A little bit before then. I was speaking about something I don't know. So. Very well. Well, you never know. <laughs> you never know. But uh, uh, we got Jack waiting in the wings, and of course, uh, anxiously awaiting uh, the news here tonight. Tell you what, folks, it is just about 8 o'clock. When we come back from our break here on Dirt World Big News, and we'll tell you which track that is right after this. The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Pro Sports Heckler Guy. Mr. Pro Sports Heckler Guy. They say those who can't play coach. 
Apparently those who can't coach sit 30 rows back, shirtless, shouting obscenities. Thanks to you, our team is armed with game-winning tips like catch the ball and throw it. You stink. That sucks. What a bunch of losers. Not just catcalls, but subtle psychological ploys to prod your team to victory. Reverse psychology. So here's to you, old sultan of shouting, because while there may be no I in team, thanks to you, there's always an F and a U. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. This is David Clegg out of Bunnell, listening to Dirt World with Joe Dirt and Billy the Kid. Hey, race fans, it's Christmas time, and that only means one thing. It's time to visit Billy the Kid's Diecast Center. This is something that if you haven't seen them yet, get on DirtWorldRacing.com. Take a look at them, and you can see I got, there's uh, two pages of cars. There's also a checkout where you can buy them off the line there. Get your favorite Dirt Lake Model Diecast today on DirtWorldRacing.com. Buy right online. Use your credit card, PayPal. Get one today. Heck, get two today. Hey, buy a dozen of them. Give them to your friends. Billy's Diecast Center, DirtWorldRacing.com. Let's put the new Johnny Collins car up on there this week. Uh, Johnny Collins, the, the car he drove this year, the championship, the United Dirt Lake Model Challenge Series inaugural champion. And it says right on the back of the deck lid, 2008 UDL MCS champion. Get your favorite Dirt Lake Model diecast today on DirtWorldRacing.com. Buy right online. Use your credit card, PayPal. Get one today. Heck, get two today. Hey, buy a dozen of them. Give them to your friends. Billy's Diecast Center, DirtWorldRacing.com. Time to get back to the action with Joe Dirt, Billy the Kid. This is Dirt World. Welcome back to Dirt World on RealRacingUSA.com with Billy the Kid. My name is Joe Dirt, and it's certainly a pleasure to be with you here on December 3rd, 2008. We've talked to Kevin Durden tonight. We've talked about uh, several different short tracks, uh, of course, uh, here in the area. Talked about where Billy and I are going to be traveling this weekend. And uh, wherever you go, folks, certainly go somewhere. Watch some short track racing, preferably on a dirt track somewhere here in the south or wherever it may bring you but uh right now uh our good friend jack smith waiting in the wings for some big news here tonight we were talking about a couple of racetracks up in tennessee that uh have kind of changed hands and had some different things happen over the last few years to them but one track in particular here in the state of florida uh will in fact or has in fact been purchased by a very unlikely person that uh already has proven his success here in Florida racing over the last season. He has decided to kind of, I don't know, carry that a little bit further for 2009. And ladies and gentlemen, that, of course, we're going to leave that to Jack Smith. Jack, take us through some of this. Well, first of all, you know, know, hey, uh, you you know, uh, Joe and Billy, here's the thing, man. Um, you, you guys were talking about not being able to make these banquets and stuff. See, what happens is when we get, we all get world famous and we, we just can't live up to all of our commitments, you know? That's exactly right, unfortunately. <laughs> like I said on the phone, I think we were talking the other day, Jack. I'm very blessed, uh, oh, there we go. at this time of season, just to all, always have something going on. And of course, uh, always somebody kind of tapping into you and say, hey, come do this next season, maybe come do that. And, and I don't know, man. I, I just pray and, and I always seem to make the right yeah, that's cool. Well, you know, uh, the big deal is, uh, you know, the hit of the hop, uh, in, at least in Florida, and, and, and it had a big effect in Georgia, too, was last year, was the United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series uh, kind of took uh, took things by storm in, in some respects. I mean, they had some pretty big shows. A lot of publicity surrounded it. And, uh, you know, Ken Kenny had made a couple of... Uh, a couple of times he had made some talks when he was talking in some of his uh, longer speeches at the drivers' meetings, which guys got to used to kidding him about. Uh, you know, he had, he had talked about, uh, you know, maybe he was going to be in this for a couple of years or you know whatever. He he kind of was taken out of context a couple of times, and what he's always been trying to say is that whatever he's doing with this racing deal, uh, he's put his heart and soul into it, and he will always continue to do that. And that's the message he was always trying to get out. Definitely. And now uh, he has taken in the United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series and uh, under the ownership of Ken Kenny, of course, has purchased Hendry County Speedway and uh, uh, from the current operator at Chris Ponsolt. And 
He's in the process of renaming it to uh, Henry County Motorsports Park and uh, putting together a whole new program for South Florida uh, dirt racing. Jack, I cannot imagine a better racetrack in need of someone like Ken Kenny's attention and his ability. There is no doubt about it. There are several dirt tracks here in the state of Florida, hell, several short tracks. But, you know, talking dirt specifically, I cannot think of another track that could benefit more from the leadership of Ken Kenny and certainly the, the financial resources that he has. But uh, yeah. uh, that, that's the only thing this little racetrack needs. Oh. Billy made the trip down there. You guys were there, I guess, just about a, a month, maybe, I don't know, two months ago, however long it was. And uh, a very impressive little racetrack with nothing but growing potential. Absolutely. When you look around, I mean, it has uh, it, it has a, a, a driver base, uh, you know, of racers, and, and it's got a fan base, and, and it can go only go up. And, uh, you know, and like you said, I mean, you know, under the leadership of Ken Kenny, not only is is he seemed to be the right guy, the perfect person for this deal, but he's from that area and he's intimately involved in the community. You know, he's he's one of the the, the pillars of that community in in South Florida and Henry County area there. And um, I, I mean, it's um, I just think it's an absolutely perfect match. Yeah, being a business owner down there, he's got he's got strong ties to that area and. You know, let's talk about that aspect of it. Not only for our own selfish reasons, whether we're involved in uh, uh, dirt track racing, whether it's a staff, crew, uh, or a spectator, but let's talk about the, the local businesses in the, the south-central portion of the state that will benefit from this as well. well you know, this could be a, a destination, and uh, let's face it, you know, you, you get things rolling over there a season or two. You know, I mean, you're looking at perhaps a 5,000-person capacity, and when you really look geographically at this area, right down the center portion of the state, right down the 27th corridor, uh, you know, just on the on the edge of the of the big sugarcane fields down there, you're able to pull not only from that central part of the state, but the west coast down around Fort Myers, the Port Charlotte area, uh, certainly uh, the Mayaka River Basin. You've got, of course, to the east, you're going to be pulling from Okeechobee. You're going to be pulling from Martin County, Stewart, uh, West Palm Beach uh, is very realistic, and then certainly the central part of uh, you know the state with. Haines City, Orlando, Lakeland. So, you know, as far as geographically, you know, as far as that goes, I mean, this could really benefit that local area as well. Oh, absolutely. As Ken said, I mean, people not familiar with South Florida may not understand how just how well situated this track is. And, That's right. And, uh, you know, when you – I've had several people say, Henry County? I mean, isn't that out in the middle of nowhere? Well, yeah, it's out in the middle of nowhere in, in one respect. But as you said, I mean, it's uh, – 35, 40 minutes at the most from Okeechobee, which had uh, uh, a pretty good following up there at Thundercross uh, Speedway when it was open. And then uh, you can draw very easily. It's it's uh, it's just uh, a short ride from uh, from Naples, uh, Fort Myers, and uh, and as well as the East Coast. And uh, I think it's perfectly situated to for growth there. And like you said, there's a lot of businesses, a lot of small businesses in that area, uh, in Henry County and in Glades in that area. There's a lot of small businesses that uh, can benefit by uh, and being involved and being being partners with the track in in a lot of ways. Just to uh, step on this a little bit and let everybody know, and uh, a lot of people may have been there already, and a lot of people realize that the surface isn't the best that it can be. That will be the first thing changed is the surface. Um, Ken's already in process of finding some new clay, some new gumbo type clay. And I believe he has found some, and that will be the first thing done is a new surface. And uh, as a matter of fact, there's um, uh, there is some sponsor local sponsorship has already gotten involved with Ken in that regard, and uh, and and helping to make that whole deal possible. He's been working on that dirt, as you know, uh, for a long time. I mean, that's been a at least six eight months, if not longer. He's been really working hard trying to figure out the. Uh, to learn and be able to figure out the process of, of getting a viable dirt, dirt surface there. This isn't something that happened overnight. This has been happening for a while. And the week I was at, or the weekend I was at uh, Henry County with him, me and him walked around the racetrack, and we talked about the potential that the racetrack has, and we talked about um, the things that you could do different or the things he would or the things that, that would be done different if, if something changed. And, and I knew what he had in his mind then. We talked a lot about it. And, um uh, and uh, he's got a lot of good good things going for him, and you know he's. We talked about uh, some grandstand stuff and 
stuff like that. But I think it's going to bring the excitement back to dirt racing in the South. I mean, just like you guys talked about, you got Miami, you got Palm Beach County, you got Naples. Don't get me wrong, the, Miami's only like 60, 80 miles away. You know, that, that's an hour. I mean, you, there's no dirt track down there. You wouldn't drive an hour to watch some good dirt racing. You know, you got West Palm, same as you said, Joe. You got Naples, you got Fort Myers, you it's got Fort right Lauderdale, there. you got everything down there. And this is the furthest dirt track in the South. So somebody from the bottom half of the state that want to see some dirt racing is, is probably going to make the venture. Well, that's the thing. And, you know, when you purchase a racetrack like this, you, you look at where it's situated. And, you know, Ken doesn't expect to get people from Daytona. Right. He doesn't probably realistically expect to get people from Orlando. Right. But he does, in fact, want to pull from the population where you guys talked about in that right. South sector. Jack Smith, you've developed a pretty strong relationship uh with Ken Kinney over this season, you know, with promotions. And, of course, uh, you guys have worked pretty close together. And, you know, we've seen that relationship develop into something pretty special that will obviously carry on into the future. But do, do we know Ken's plans as far as day-to-day operations with, uh, you know, the United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series hitting the road so strong this season? You know, you want to come out of the box strong in 2009, which uh, I know they have all their intentions to do that. But, uh uh, day-to-day operations, you know, when you want to get a track like this off the ground and, 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 and achieve these improvements, you pretty much got to dedicate a lot of your time down there. Has he talked about his schedule? Well, Ken is, uh, you know, of course, that was one of the things, and I'm sure Billy's talked to him about it as well, you know, you know, making him aware of, of, of just how, how rough this can be on your, on your time. But uh, I know that one thing about it, and I would say this, too, you know, in the 12 years that I've been involved in, in motorsports media, this is the first time um, that I've ever been excited enough about uh, uh, an individual's operation and how they do things for me to throw my full 100% support outside and exterior to Karnak and anything else I do. I mean, this is, uh, you know, I mean, I, I've watched him, how he does things. He likes to... Uh, he likes to recruit and get good people around him and develop a first-class team and then let those people get on with the job. And and he's already – I know that he's already started assembling uh, a staff for day-to-day operations down there. And, uh, you know, he's decided kind of on the, the street stocks, pure stocks, uh, the bomber classes and mini stocks is the, the core uh, uh, of the of – the, weekly shows with uh, special events like sprint cars and of course always of course the late models we talked about some mods some mod races we talked about some uh some of the big hobby stock races we talked about that on the phone the other night and uh we were talking about the uh 5,000 away in hobby stock races how there are no more of them and uh sure you know talking about like you said the sprint car series and the late models and the mods and you know, it's it's an ideal thing for Ken. You you have a racetrack and you have a racetrack now, and you still, I mean, you still have a series. But like you said, I mean, you have people that work with you or work for you that that you trust the day to day or and make things go for you. And, and I think uh, I think when it's all said and done, I don't think just the late model series would be successful, but I think Henry County would be successful as well. Yeah, and uh, you know, one of the things that Ken has really been stressing is that he wants people to understand that. You know, part of the whole deal with this is he's in this for the long the long haul as far as dirt racing, and um, you know he's not going to just be in this for a minute. He wants to to really create something uh, that will last for uh, for the racing community here. You know, they got a good base of of cars down there. You know, the hobby stocks and the street stock cars and and, and the cars that they had the night we were down there. They had a good base of cars, and uh, you know, I think that's that's only this. Uh, what about cars that are parked? I know Ken told me that he spoke to a guy the other day and said that, you know, there was only a few people that knew about the purchase of the racetrack, and one guy called and said, hey, I heard you bought the racetrack. I got three cars sitting on jack stands, and all three of my cars will be at the racetrack. So I think this is what's going to happen. Not that the people that were there before, they didn't have a – not that they, they did anything wrong. It's just that sometimes it takes somebody different to come in, like a change of management or change of ownership to, to make people see the light. I, I mean, me and Ken talked about some of the things they were doing, and, Right off the bat, you know, you take away a couple of things that, that was going on there, and and you give them a surface to race on, which that baseball play has is, is never been the best to do anything with. But I think you're going to see a lot of change there. And Chris Ponsold, who who is uh, uh, the the man who sold the uh, the track to, to Ken, you know, Chris came in at a time, and he did the racing. I mean, 
for a man who who really wasn't involved in in the racing community at all or racing at all, he came in and literally saved this track from extinction and right. and got it go back going with no real knowledge of the the industry at all. And uh, um, we I think we kind of kind of owe that man a debt of gratitude because it, without him stepping forward, that track was destined uh, to be to be done in history. You know, yeah. Jack, the week the weekend that we that we were down there, they just had open arms for everybody, man. They pretty much turned the whole facility over to us. Sure. You know, and and, and I agree with you. I, I think they were they were learning as they went. I think there were some things that that that, that they learned from us that night, and I, and I think uh, you're exactly right. I mean, it's not giving up on the place. It's just that I think they saw some things that Ken can do, and and I think it could help put the place back on the map. Uh, you know, back on the state of Florida map. But, you know, like I told Ken, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of upgrades that he's going to do, but the first one is going to be the clay, and I think that's the first. You get them a surface to race on, so they can race. Then they'll come. While the when the racers get there, you'll have the fans. The fans start following. Then you work on stuff for them. You know, whether you need to build more grandstand or add more grandstand or maybe add some 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 luxury suites, you never know. You know, but uh, I think no matter what, it's going to be successful. Jack, do you know a little bit of the history about this racetrack? I mean, uh, uh, you know, historically, how long the track has been there? Certainly, we, we we know the contemporary history of it and what's happened over, say, the last five years or so. But how far back does Henry uh, Speedway go? You know, I'm not sure, and I, and I should I should know that, but I, I don't. You know, when when I got started with Karnak about 12 years ago. There was a couple of, of, of brothers, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember correctly, from Michigan or from up north in any event. A couple of, they owned it, um, and, uh, and and it seems like since that point, every couple of years, um, it changes hands. And, of course, okay. about five years ago, the man who was running it uh, uh, died suddenly of a heart attack, and, and, and that really threw the whole thing into a... Uh, a whiz, but I don't know. I, I don't know the history going back beyond the twelve years. You change hands so many times over that short amount. Yeah, I mean six you know, times, I believe. Its own identity, you know. Yeah, five or six times, and and you know one of the things that we've studied as you know being just a student of of the business end of this and what works and what doesn't and why and all that. One of the things that we really see is whether it's asphalt racing, dirt racing, or whatever. Consistency of management over a long period of time makes all the difference in the world. That's exactly right. I had my opening line already set up for the banquet uh, Saturday night at Volusia uh, before the graduation date uh, was popped upon us. And it was simply put, going to say, folks, in the last five years, it has been my duty to introduce you to a new general manager at Volusia Speedway Park. (laughs) However, this year... I'd like to introduce you to Tanya Moschel, and this should be the last time we introduce one for a long time. So I know exactly what you're talking about, man. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, with Ken Kenny taking over and, uh, you know, of course, the name will be changed, as we mentioned, to uh, Henry County uh, Motorsports Park. And, and, and again, that goes with the, the whole deal of, of stock car racing tracks in order to financially succeed today. They've got to be multidimensional. They've got to have um, a different, uh, you know, he's already started the process of putting a karting program together on a Friday night. And, uh, you know, you, you have to bring in lots of different acts to bring entertainment to the to the deal in order to financially succeed. And, uh, and, and, there's, and therein lies why it's got to be called the Motorsports Park. Yeah, I think it'll... Uh... Like I said, I think it'll be an awesome, awesome thing for Ken. And um, I mean, I know everybody's looking forward to uh, his series next year too. And you know, I know he's not taking too much on his plate because, like you said, he's got some good people that work with him and good people around him that that'll help make things smooth for him and help things go well. But you know, like we talked about when we were down there for the uh, the Kim Allen Memorial, you know, the place the place has. You know, it has. Uh, it was pretty packed that night, and I mean, like I told Ken on the phone, you look around, everybody was cheering and having a good time, and that's what it's about. And I think if you bring that back to them, which is what you're going to do, and we, we we done it in November, I think if you bring that back to them, you'll see it succeed. And 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 not only will it succeed every week, it'll succeed, you know, for years to come. And and I know that's what Ken's looking forward to. And uh, you know, talking to him yesterday, he's already got a, he's already got pretty close to a surface being picked out. And, I think once he gets that nipped down, you'll see uh, you'll see things starting to fall in place. It's pretty amazing, you know. I've, 
four or five owners, and the first time I, I mean, I had talked to almost, I think, all of the owners over the last decade, and and I had never been there until early this year for the first uh, United uh, Dirt uh, Late Model race down there. That was the first time I was there, and I had seen tons of pictures. I'd talked to, I have several people I talk to all the time who have worked there and, you know, are part of it. But I was absolutely shocked. It was way cooler than I. I had impressions of like a blank slate, you know, or just a, a, a circle with dirt on it, you know. But it was a really cool place, and like, like the the fact that they have like uh, all those little uh, uh, venues to buy food and and the uh, vendors and all of that. It just sort of makes for a carnival atmosphere, which is sure. it fits. That's got to be part of a successful dirt track. I was a little upset that night because cool. I wanted to get some of them ribs. Yeah, they said the ribs were unbelievable. Yeah. Billy, I'm checking the uh, Dirt World show at yahoo.com uh, uh, email. Is Jimbo going to work there? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Jimbo said, hey, guys, you're in trouble now. I'm back. <laughs> Jimbo, hey, going to Cluiston, he, baby. Uh, I think he was just saying that. <clears> he, oh, he's just back on board. Yeah, he, hasn't been, right. he hasn't been with us the last few weeks. But uh, Where has he been? Uh, you never know with Jimbo. He's probably been underneath a rock somewhere. Now, Jimbo, it's good to hear from you, man. Thanks for checking in with us. You know, uh, Jimbo, get a job, Jimbo. <laughs> you know, Joe and Billy, there is one other little thing, too, as a aside to this, that uh, uh, there's a little humor about how it all came about. But uh, uh, the United Dirt Lake Model Challenge Series, uh, uh, apparently we will have four, uh, four televised races in uh, 2009 on uh, – not for sure, but probably on Fox Sports South. All right, now you're talking my language, Jack. I mean, uh, off the air, I got to talk to you about this. Is this? Do you guys have a production company, or is that? Yeah, there's a production company that uh, is being negotiated with. Of course, this is it's in the formative stages, but it's formed enough along the line that it has to happen now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's it's more likely. This is very very unlikely that this won't won't come to pass because it's been. Put along to the point now where it's it's gonna it's got a life of its own almost. But uh, that should be exciting. Uh, I don't know. Who you in on that, dude? Huh? Talking to Joe. Yeah. Billy says I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, I will say this, Joe. I don't know what I'm doing. You you know you know you know that you're going to be involved in that. Oh, I'm, oh, I've already. That's what I'm making hand gestures to Billy. I mean, I just heard about this. Come on, man. <laughs> now you're talking. Yeah, but. Hey, and let me let me just add, Jack, that that uh, uh, dirt late model race for regional series is also long overdue here in Florida. I worked with a production company with, of course, the uh, Hooters Pro Cup series helped out those guys, and of course the Sun Belt deal, and uh, really tried to put some stuff together, you know, at Volusia Speedway Park, and we just couldn't get it done. This takes a lot of money, and a lot of people, a lot of promoters, don't understand the concept. Well, Ken Kenny, prime example of a guy that does, in fact, get it. And uh, if he televises four events, that's talking that's about the, the most exciting news I've heard all Talking night. about the first televised event, the 10,000-win race at Brunswick. That's oh, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, that's wonderful. Well, you know, it, that's, again, the thing that, uh, you know, these all these things that, that Ken Kenny, uh, you know, kind of took, took out there and, and took a little diff, different tack than some of the other promoters, not just in Florida, but around the country, with, you know, more forward-looking approach to media and marketing and so forth. I mean, we've had, uh, over the years, I've had many promoters tell me, no, we don't want to have the, the races televised. No, we don't want to have um, them broadcast over the Internet. No, we don't want videos of the races put up because it keeps people from coming. And I think, if nothing else, the 2008 United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series proved without a doubt yeah. that that's faulty logic. Well, it is, and, and whether it's live or live to tape, it doesn't really matter. Exactly. Rarely are you seeing a live event today anyway. Exactly. When it comes to short track racing, whether it's any World of Outlaws event, you know, uh, uh, besides, of course, the World Finals, but, you know, live to tape is completely cool. You know, you throw this on, you know, Sun Sports, Fox Sports Net somewhere, Fox Sports South, you know, a week or two later, and, and there's nothing wrong with that at all, man. I think that is 
Awesome news. Once you get it on there, they're always going to replay it. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, so Ken Kenny, United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series, uh, has purchased Henry County Speedway, turning it into Motorsports, uh, the Henry County Motorsports Park. And uh, what do you think, Billy? Is this exciting or what, man? This is way past exciting, man. Uh, uh, You know, there's a lot of things going on right this minute, and uh, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for Ken and. uh, you know, I just um, I think he's going to be fine. I think everything's going to work out perfect. Um, I think the the late model series is going to just get stronger and stronger as the years go. And you know, I think next year's a big year for him. I think uh, also too with the four televised TV deals. I think you start on four. Next thing you know, you got six. Then next thing you know, every damn one of them might be televised. But you know, from talking to Ken over the past month or two, you you see which direction he's going and. A lot of people don't realize it, but me and Ken are a little closer than a lot of people think, and we do talk a lot on the phone. And you know, I'm happy that the deal went down for Henry County Motorsports Park. And uh, you never know, you might see Billy the Kid down there. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Jimbo just asked. He said you might have already covered this, but how will it affect the UDLMCS? Everyone knows this is Ken's no baby. Effect. Well, you're right. There will be no effect. As a matter of fact, uh, Jimbo, he's already got people in place to, of course, uh, take care of the day-to-day operations. Uh, at the newly acquired Speedway, as well as putting together one whale of a staff for the 2009 late model uh, touring series. So uh, uh, just all the way around, I mean, you couldn't ask for better news. Couldn't ask for it to be a better racetrack in need of this direction. Um, you know, it's, it's all positive. There's no doubt. And, and we must remember, uh, Joe, we should probably... Uh we should probably all uh, chip in and get get uh, Ken a real good supply of uh, of uh, some some hair dye because his hair is going to change color. I think. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's for that's sure. That's part of the whatever territory. Staves, I'll tell you that. Whatever uh, stays uh, in his head will certainly turn gray. But uh, <laughs> you know, you talk about that jacket. Like I said earlier, you guys have developed quite a strong bond um, between the two of you, and you've you've really gotten to know him pretty good this year. He takes things in stride, and he looks at them very objectively. It's uh, kind of difficult, uh, certainly if he is stressed out. He doesn't show it, man. I mean, he handles things very well. Well, as Billy could attest to, he he gets, uh, you know, when he wants to make a decision, he gets advice from, from all corners and, uh, and, and then makes decisions, uh, you know, based on that. And, and, you know, he likes to get input from, from his people. Definitely. So. Now, whether you get it from Billy or you or me or whoever, you know, whatever. But You don't want to get none from me because I don't think I know what I'm doing in this business. What's that little note you wrote? I don't know what I'm doing. No, you, never mind. I guess I didn't get that. Yeah, you will. Let me tell you something, man. Now, Billy, you're going to be a busy cat this year, man, uh, next year. I know. <laughs> what are you going to do? You know, why don't you tell our loyal listeners? Come on, Billy. Your plans for 2009, Mr. Kidd. I can't break the news to you. We're going to wait until next week? No. Nah. we wait until New Year's edition? We'll wait until after Christmas. Because, buddy, you, there are a lot of people. You talk about nail-biting. There's a lot of people doing it about what you're going to do next year. Uh, the phone's still ringing, man. Yeah. I mean, they're yanking you from all sides. And, and there again, I get this same thing. It's a blessing, Billy. It's really neat. Yeah. It's really neat. But you can only do so much, my man. I know. All right. What else? I'll be okay. I don't know, man. I want to sell a diecast for a living. Well, I don't know. Nobody. Have you, how many have you sold? I haven't sold any. I haven't sold a damn one. I'm yeah. about, oh, we will. Put them on eBay. We will. It's early. It is early. And, of course, uh, Christmas is right around the corner. Uh, he's got two pages on there, folks, uh, right on I will tell you this. Let me tell you. I'll let this cat out the bag. I got a call today from Keith Noswick. I may be doing the cars for him and Bubba the Love Sponge. Nice. Well, why not? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, you know. It's all good, Joe. You know, who else is going to do it? Joe, it's all good. And, and that's another thing, folks, about these die I'm going to buy me a dirt late mall and go racing. Like we said. Well, I'm yeah. starting to ask. That's, that's about start, next. I'll you. tell you what. Here you go. Here's a This is just a rumor. I'm starting to asphalt late model series since Sunbelt's done. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Jack, I'm going to have to have you just be my partner on Dirt World now. <laughs> Yeah, Billy's gonna go go do a show with Mark Keeler at uh, New Smyrna. Yeah, that sounds like real silly season stuff to me. Yeah, yeah no doubt. <laughs> Jack Smith, what a pleasure it's been tonight, man. Uh, 
Again, we thank you for uh, this opportunity to bring this program to everybody on RealRacingUSA.com each and every week. Um, I'll be at Speed World on Friday night for Rick Bristol's third annual Charity Truckers 200. Billy's going to the Snowball. Jack and Rick are going to make their pilgrimage to Orlando as well. Folks, uh, wherever you go, whether it's dirt, asphalt, just go somewhere. But we'd love to see you get some dirt on your dog. Congratulations to all the champions of Ocala Speedway and all the champions at Volusia Speedway Park. This weekend is your weekend, guys and girls, or whatever it may be. Go out and have a good time. Friday night, Ocala Speedway's banquet. Saturday night, the uh, Volusia Speedway Park banquet. Whatever you guys do, have fun and enjoy yourself. You are the champions, guys. Thank you to Joe Dunn for checking in from, of course, Crossville, Tennessee. Thank you to Jimbo for uh, his input on, of course, Dirt World Show at Yahoo.com. For Jack Smith, Real Racing USA, Dirt World, my good friend Billy the Kid, I'm Joe Dirt. Get some dirt on your face. Get some dirt on your dog. Good night, everybody.